Welcome to Jade Balden's Love, Light, and Healing podcast. Here's your host, Jade Balden. Hi there. Today, I want to talk about changing culture and traditions. In the past two decades, I've been striving to gain a greater understanding of how to help people change their behaviors and actions so that they can create more joy and success in their lives, because that's what this life is about, right? So I created the Energy Balancing with Faith course, and it's been so fulfilling to watch people learn to identify their feelings and emotions by recognizing their thoughts and beliefs in the subconscious and then changing and resolving that. It's been very effective, but I've discovered that sometimes similar problems with similar emotions come up again and again. And I thought, is there a better way, a more powerful way that we could heal faster? And what came to me was, hang on, these thoughts and beliefs, they're actually nestled in culture and tradition. And the culture and tradition are the structures that keep these thoughts and beliefs, you know, going and it keeps producing these behaviors, right? So if we change the culture and traditions, then the overarching structure is taken down and therefore we heal much faster. So that's kind of exciting, right? So essentially, we're putting on brand new lenses and begin this new life of transcending the world. So I want to introduce you to some ideas that I have that has been you know, going in my head around and around and just really need to, to share this and take to out of my head um, and uh, share with the world. I guess it's the, the Lord's way of saying, hey, this is not just for you. This is for everyone else as well. So what we want to do is understand that we go through these developmental phases or stages in life, okay? So it's not that we did bad before and that these cultures are super bad. It was the culture we needed, but now it's time for us to adopt a new stage and graduate, okay, and mature up. So think about this as young children, Okay, we may have lacked understanding and maturity, so we needed rules. Okay, so it's like the nature of rules is it requires punishment and rewards, right? Um, and then we focus on what we need to do to avoid the punishments and have rewards. Okay, so there's a you know psychologist or whatever, or a personal development guru of some sort. And he says that all our actions is based on avoiding pain and gaining pleasure. So I think that's the kind of the same idea, isn't it? So I think about um, studying the Old Testament this year and reading about Moses and the 40,000 Israelites in the wilderness, right? And they were given this lesser law um, because they really didn't have that spiritual maturity. Okay, that's kind of like us. And when Jesus Christ came to earth, he reintroduced that higher law that they wanted to give them in the first place, right? And his higher law is about atonement, okay? Um, we call it atonement, right? Being one. So here he's introduced that to society, but our society still is a little bit behind, right? We still revert back to the rules, punishment, and rewards culture, okay? But the world is changing and requires us to be more mature, and more powerful now, 
we really need to be more powerful. We need to be able to master the elements and speak things into existence. Okay, so let's let's do that. So I invite you to join with me on this journey to power up and you know to step into more faith and to help prepare everybody on earth to meet Christ in his second coming. So let's graduate from the rules, punishments and rewards culture to the principles, purpose and progression culture. Okay, so allow me to share with you what I discovered and maybe what I'm saying makes sense to you. Okay, so the rules and punishment and reward culture, I've identified 15 points that um, is why we shouldn't continue in this path. Okay. It's basically a less mature culture, all right? So number one is it focuses on memorizing rules and the do's and the don'ts. So it kind of focuses our energy on that, okay? And when we're there, a lot of people might feel like they're scared, they're fearful of offending God, okay? Because we're focusing on that do or don't list, okay? Um, so let's think about offending God right now. Um, so it seems like these people are saying that you have the power to offend God, as in um, when you make mistakes and you have your weaknesses, you are so powerful that God can be offended by your actions. Think about this. When you, as an adult, okay, watch your children mess up, do you get offended? I, I think no. I just see my kids as, hey, they're trying and I'm just going to invite them to do better, right? So it doesn't make me less of a parent. And so us making mistakes doesn't let make God less of a God, less glorified, less intelligent, you see? So why would he be offended, right? And so I think the interpretation or the excessive focus on that is not right. Okay, so number two is this need for extrinsic rewards. You know, as young kids, we, we do, we need this extrinsic reward because they don't understand the intrinsic reason for why we ask them to do the things that they do. So likewise, we are the same with God, okay? So this old culture tells us to focus on the rewards. I'm trying to do good, I'm trying to do good. Hang on, where is my reward? I am not blessed in the way that I want to be blessed, so therefore this gospel doesn't work. Goodbye, I'm leaving the church. You see what I mean? So that makes sense why some of these people, they're leaving the church. They're like, I have tried to do good stuff. I try to pay tithe and come to church and serve, but hang on, it's not working for me because where is the rewards I am looking for? Okay, and we're looking for these extrinsic rewards. Okay. So because that's the nature of the culture, all right, it's, you know, if you don't have punishment, um, you know, if you're doing good following the rules, then you're supposed to have some sort of reward. So really, the Lord blesses us in other ways that are intrinsic that we may not even notice, right? But because we're so um, narrow in our view, um, you know, we, we feel disappointed, okay, and maybe even resentful. Number three, we operate in fear of punishment. 
okay so we're operating um, in worrying about okay I need to survive uh, I, I just you know, have to be in this survival mode make sure that I don't get, get spanked and hurt and stuff you know and people parent that way too um, so you know if you do good great um, you get some sort of reward but then if you do bad here's your punishment and we dish out punishment for every single mistake okay so that's not helpful because you're not focusing your energy on creating on other positive things that we'll talk about later number four it creates separation judgmental mentality behaviors and intolerance uh, you know in society it's them and us mentality hang on they didn't do all those things on the do list they're not doing the you know the don'ts list and so hang on you know they're bad we're good you know and then we label people in our minds because we're trying to check the boxes ourselves right so that's not healthy right it creates separation number five it drives people to be withdrawn and become antisocial we're so scared of messing up that we withdraw right we um, don't want to show people who we really are because we'll be vulnerable to what to punishment and then you know if we um, you know own that mistake then you know we would be punished so it's so much easier to blame and complain that person made me this is the reason why I, I did that so really it wasn't my bad right number six it drives people to pretenses and focuses on appearance because we feel so scared of other people's rebuke and criticism we try to put on a front a mask and pretend and it drives people to addictions and whatnot because you know you rather have this problem that's in your face and that that's like sort of um, happening to you that you can blame than really facing the fact that maybe you did mess up okay and we try to pretend that things that aren't that bad because you know if people really knew who you are then they don't like you and then the punishment is like shunning shunning or some sort of judgment right so we can go on and on about that but i think you get the message right so number seven we need to execute pain or discomfort or some sort of punishment for every rule violations so you know we're focusing on this this um you know punishment really right oh you did this and therefore you're in timeout therefore you know this is your punishment so exhausting isn't it okay to remember all the punishment for all the rules that you have okay um, number eight creates unnecessarily uh, creates unnecessary excessive guilt with the slightest mistakes and failures okay so people are just on um, this high alert because they feel bad if they're not flawless if they're not perfectly flawless all right and so if you kind of do it kind of not so well right you feel so bad and so guilty because you're actually scared you're not safe you're scared of this punishment okay you're looking for this rebuke um, right away really is it so necessary okay and then people that are trying to be good trying to be good um, they can't fully relax and allow themselves to pat themselves on the back for a good job a job well done just because they tried but instead they're looking for the flaws because they're like okay there must be something 
you know, in case there's something, I, I will get hurt. You know, that's the subconscious speaking, right? Number nine, it creates shame and insecurity. Right, just kind of like this the thing earlier about hiding, right? It leads to this uh, power struggle, and eventually children will rebel, right? If they can't be flawless for you, if you can't be flawless for others, you hide, right? You feel this insecurity. You don't know if you've done well enough. It leads people to be um, over vigilant, okay? Um, you know, just trying so hard and never, never, never enough, okay? Number 10, it needs, uh, people need to have approval from others and to be validated because the other humans have a say, right? Because the other humans will punish you um, by rejecting you or all of these other negative things, this judgment, if you don't follow the rules, okay? I'm just really scared, so you just need a lot of validation from other humans, then it leads to comparison and competition because we're measuring how well we're doing by other people's measures, right? By the world's measures, by social measures. And then, of course, we try to be the one on top to appear like we're doing good. We're checking all the, the do's, um, you know, the boxes that our um, society expects us to. Number 12, it drives people to conformity and lose their own identity. Right, we don't know who we are sometimes. We just live to please, live to follow the trends of society. Society um, tells us what is happiness. They define um, what joy looks like. Hey, splashing in your Malibu swimming pool, sipping alcohol with hot people around you, greeting Mickey Mouse at the theme park, you know, it's all the, the things that are portrayed by commercials, right? TV commercials. Um, but really, you know, why do we let the world define what's beautiful, what's good enough, what's happy? Okay? So if we don't meet those things, then we're really scared of this, this rebuke, okay, this punishment. It leads to number 13, conditional love and acceptance well if people are not checking those boxes then they're not worthy of love right um, they're not worthy to be accepted they're out number 14 this is leads people to earning heaven mentality that what that means is you work so hard to to do what you can to check all the boxes so that you can earn heaven and you want to make sure you do it well otherwise you're so scared that you mess up and when people do mess up they feel disqualified and so they don't want to try again they want to try the millionth time they're done they give up and they leave okay but really in reality we are not earning heaven you know we can labor all the days of our lives and still be unprofitable servants right? Salvation is free. Christ already died for us. We will be resurrected, right? What we're doing is learning heaven. We'll talk about that in a minute. And number 15 here is that all of this creates a myopic perspective of life. We don't see life beyond the worry and the fears that we have, okay? Because it's right here in our face. If we mess up, somehow we'll be punished and we try to work really hard to forget the rewards because we then we'll know that we're heading the right direction 
So can you see how all of this leads to a less mature culture and how, you know, we read about um, these people, you know, that Christ gets mad about, right, because they, they miss the mark, right? They, they speak, their mouth is cl close to Christ, but close to God, but the hearts are not. So how do we get out of that, okay? So what we want to do is understand that we cannot apply the human culture and behaviors to God, okay? Um, in the Old Testament, it's God is loving. He is slow to anger, right? He is actually full of grace and mercy, really, okay? So we need to reconcile the fact that this old culture says that God is, you know, angry and he's he's going to you know hurt you as soon as you mess up right and to move over here to saying actually everything he's done he's really being merciful and filled with grace i mean he teaches he sends the prophets to teach people over and over and over again they have so many many opportunities to learn and yet they don't and that's why you know there's this punishment eventually many many years later okay not immediate okay and it's just to um, compel them to this humility to change that's all he wants us to change and use our agency that's all right and when you do he has all of these blessings now he doesn't need to remember all of the punishment and all the things that we've done wrong because in the end this is where he wants us to be with him and Heavenly Mother and you know create and live and enjoy this eternal blessing that's that's the eventual goal really but for us we, we don't see that side of him when we are focused on the fear and the punishment and the rules and the rewards okay we just want to survive so let's move on to the principles purpose and progression culture where we're moving beyond surviving right we understand that god is merciful and you know filled with grace guess what we cannot earn mercy and grace that's the nature of it <laughs> okay so it's free it's free okay so here's a more uh, mature approach so that we really can transcend the world number one focus on the fundamental principles the end purpose the progression so ask yourself what is the meaning of this? Why do I do this? Okay, it helps us to thrive. Okay, I clean the house because I want to feel the spirit, not because I want people to think I'm a good person. You know, my kids clean this, their, their room because they want to feel the spirit. We do chores and take care of ourselves and our family because we want to practice loving one another okay not because mommy said so and we don't you know get our privileges and would get our phones taken away blah 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 all right it's just principles of love okay why do we go to school you know why do we learn stuff my kids can tell you so that they can be intelligent because god is intelligent the glory of god is intelligence okay we learn because we want to be more like him not so that we can get to college and um, then a good job and then we will need to pay bills, right? Yeah, 
um, they will go to college and they will get jobs and stuff. But beyond that, there's more, right? And this motivates people, you know, to act on their own and to be self-motivated and inspired, okay, to do what they need to do. And at any time we're taking home, we're taking home to God, all right, we're ready. We're ready to meet Him because we've had this end in mind the whole time. Number two, this new culture of principles and purpose and progression, it focuses on people's highest good. Okay, so sometimes as a parent, you need to have tough love, right? But, you know, it's going to be for their own good right? And, um, you know, you're not doing it so that you can be the popular mom or whatever. You're like, babes, um, you know, I need to put my foot down about this, this, this here, we, we're not going to do. And guess what? Most kids, they, they like that because they feel a sense of security. Somebody knows what they're doing. They're firm and they have um, their um, standards, okay? They're anchored, most kids like teachers who have rules, um, as in, you know, not necessarily here's my punishment and reward, but here's where we are, here are my standards, here are, you know, the parameters. I'm not a pushover kind of person, right? They like that because they know what to expect. Okay, so the third thing here is with this new culture, we're operating on faith and agency. Because everything, we, every decision we make, it's from faith. And it's using our agency. Okay. Um, number four, it creates intimate, tolerant and understanding behaviors. The idea is to be one. Okay. We understand that, you know, that scriptures that says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. We understand it as perfect union, not flawlessness. Not about us. It's this union of coming together, being at one with each other. So in our weakness, right, we can be strong with Christ, right? That's why all of these prophets have, cre have done miracles, even when they're human and they have all their human weaknesses, right? Because with God, they can be whole and powerful, okay? And, you know, we are creating these bonds because... We're going to be together in heaven in this celestial realm where we are one. We serve one another with great love, right? And we do things together, right? So if we're focusing on, um, you know, practicing heaven, like, you know, living as if we will be living, then we are heading the right direction, okay? We are progressing, okay? So number five it inspires people to connect, be social, and be community-minded. All for one, one for all. Be out with thinking what is in their best interest, in their highest good. You know, no matter how much effort it takes, you know, we see the God within them. We encourage them. We see potential in people. Number six, safe for people to be authentic and accountable. Right, so people can be themselves. We know they're all we're all heading the right, the same direction, right? We want to, we hope that everybody's heading the same direction, um, and we just encourage people along the path, 
right? And, you know, we're all going to mess up. We all have stuff. We all have weaknesses. So when we're real with each other, we can say, okay, yeah, just try again and keep going. And here's, here's how you strengthen those weaknesses, right? Because there's no judgment. There's no real punishment here, okay? The natural consequences is punishment. It's sufficient for us, okay? So number seven is it creates safety when we make mistakes and failures. You know what? You burned yourself. All right, um, try not to do that again. Right? Why do we need to pour lemon in there and tut, tut, tut and give us a big tongue lashing? Right? Things happen. Right? And so when we make mistakes in this new culture of focusing on principles and progression and purpose, we say, all right, note to self, don't do that again. All right? That's it. We don't have to beat ourselves up and think, oh, I'm the worst and all of these things. Okay? Because we're no longer in that old culture. We don't need to do that anymore. It doesn't help. Okay, so number eight, it creates self-awareness and security in divine love. You know, we feel what we feel we're allowed to feel. We're not um, suppressing those feelings anymore. We recognize what we're thinking and we recognize the, the love of God within us. Okay, it helps us create standards and values to live by. Okay, so, you know, if you have kids, teenagers, whatever, it teach them to have standards now. Right, because we are progressing, we have this goal of being one, right? And so we're looking for other people. Um, you know, like my kids, I say you want to look for a spouse that you can create a beautiful, happy life together. Okay, and you don't want to fix a rubber, right? You know who you are, you know how you want to create, so find that person. Okay, so number nine, focus on being grateful and seeking God's approval for validation. So instead of wondering whether the world is going to validate you and approve of you, you can go to God and say, hey, I'm, am I doing right? Um, am I a good enough mom right now? Am I heading the right direction? You know, is there anything else I need? So let God be the one whose voice you hear, okay? And so if other people don't understand um, then that's fine. That's fine. It's up to them. They, they could um, choose how they feel and think, okay? And uh, of course, hopefully Heavenly Father will tell them how to change as well like he's doing with you. Number 10, it, this new culture inspires people to have original thinking and integrity for their true divine identity. Original thinking, right? We can, um, you know, activate the God within and ask God who we really are. He knows us better than we know ourselves, right? And he tells you, you're really good at this. Here's your gifts. Here's your talents, right? Use this to better the world. Do do more of that, this. You're allowed to. Then you never need that validation from the world. But eventually you get some good feedback, which helps you kind of know that, that you're in the right, right direction, okay? So 11, unconditional love and acceptance. Our job is to keep the two greatest commandments, which is to love God, right? Fill up our love cup and then to love others unconditionally. Because it's, you know, we're not here to like hold people accountable and make them love us. We're responsible for being lovable, you know, opening and receiving the love from God and then loving others, seeing the God within them, seeing the divinity, seeing their potential. And that's it. Done. Okay. And whether they love us back or not, it's up to them. We don't have power over them. But most of the time when you're so loving and you're accepting, people love and accept you back okay number 12 remember that we're learning heaven okay we have this learning heaven mentality 
right? So if you ask yourself, um, you know, how can I draw deeply from the Savior's power of the atonement to, to do this thing that I want to do, you know, you're heading the right direction because you're, you're growing and you're learning um, and then having this gratitude for Christ and all the things he's done and recognizing the lessons of love in your life. Um, so any situation you're in right now, there's a lesson of love here. So just be grateful because you're learning, you're constantly learning. You know, if, if the highest glory of heaven is, is this bright glory of the sun, we're changing ourselves so that we're comfortable in that great light. The Lord tells us to um, hold our light up, you know, and shine brighter and brighter until the perfect day. So that's what we're doing. So, you know, in the end, we'd turn up to heaven. We're not the ones begging to go to heaven. The people in heaven are the ones begging to have us come in, okay, because it's our darkness, us lacking um, and not turning on the light within us that keeps us out of heaven. It's us. It's our darkness, okay, that keeps us from heaven. People there will be begging you to switch on your light and come on in and create happiness with them, okay? So when we, so number three here, when we're operating on this principles and purpose and progression culture, we're operating on this eternal perspective of life. So look around you. These things, they don't last. They're not forever, right? The things that are forever is your family, right? Is love, is that knowledge and that ability to, to have more light inside your soul switching on that love okay so don't stress the small things all right you know look at your furniture your house the things that you own right do they matter in five ten years no in 50 years in the eternities they don't matter they're not going to come with you right so you know love it enjoy it but don't let it hold such a high position in your heart Okay, and anything that you're worried about right now, too. Okay, so remember that you know we are learning heaven, right? Because no matter how much we do, the Lord has already blessed us with the air that we breathe, with the food that we have, the clothes. He's blessed us more than we have ever earned. Okay, so we still be unprofitable servants. So we want to just continue to live in gratitude and practice heaven just like you want your children to improve you know they they don't um, behave well to pay you back to make you feel better about yourself you just want them to grow up and be good people right same with heavenly father he wants you to grow up and be like him you know and live with him so that's the point so there's so many things that we don't need to stress and worry and fear about, um, you know, if we can just move ourselves into this new culture of principles, purpose and progression. Okay, we can calmly solve things. Everything is solvable. So this is the path to true peace in Christ, I believe. I encourage you to be the chain breaker in your family. Join us in the Energy Balancing with Faith course 
and learn how to heal yourself and others. Okay, and we will be together to encourage each other to adopt the principles and purpose and progression culture. We'll guide each other along and encourage each other along and remind each other that we're practicing heaven. So my information will be on my website, um, but please, uh, I'd love to hear from you, comment and share this with all your friends. Take care and I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Jade Balden Love, Light and Healing podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share and comment. For more from Jade Balden, please visit jadebalden.com.